thank you once again for joining me. This is day 12 of a devotional series uh, that I call From Beginning Until the End, The Story of Creation, uh, Rebellion, Salvation, and Consummation. We have been uh, speaking at length about the issue of salvation. Uh, First, uh, speaking about salvation in terms of of man's condition and man's need and then moving forward and thinking about uh, that which God affects or what God does in the heart and the mind of an unbeliever to save them. Uh, We're in Ephesians chapter 2. We've been in the first three verses previously. But now we're going to look at verses 4 through 10. If you've got a Bible handy and you can turn it to Ephesians chapter 2. Let's read beginning there in verse 4. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with Him, and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing, it is a gift of God, not a result of, result of work, so that no one may boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. For a number of years, we had a sign uh, at the edge of our campus down uh, beside Old Springville Road. And on that sign, there were two words, but God, and then underneath Uh, The two most important words in the English Bible. The Apostle Paul in those first three verses paints a very bleak picture of the unbeliever, uh, of their uh, condition, their attitude, their their pursuit, their, their aptitude. And then abruptly he goes, but God. But God. But God has intervened. Where where there was death, where there was darkness, now God has brought life. He has affected and He has applied the new birth. He, he has, uh, in, in His mercy, uh, brought forth life from death. And when He imparts that life through the proclamation of the word of truth, through the imperishable seed through the, the gospel, then, then the individual who has been made alive, they repent and they believe, as we emphasized yesterday in speaking of the, of the new birth, that, that the new birth is ultimately the root of salvation, not the fruit of salvation. It is repentance and faith, the activity of, of, uh, of the born-again person, the regenerate person, that acts upon the commands of God and repents and believes. And so a person is brought from death to life through the Almighty or or the power of Almighty God because God is merciful. He makes us alive. And so again, uh, the, the resounding theme is by grace we have all been saved. We've actually, in a sense, been been raised. That that we're in some sense already enthroned uh, with with Christ. And certainly, uh, uh, this uh, being made alive, this work of regeneration, the new birth, I believe is a foretaste. It is a foreshadowing 
of our resurrection. Our bodies will one day be placed in the ground uh, should we die before the return of the Lord Jesus. And our bodies, the promise is one day it will be raised. Well, we get a sense of that power of the coming age in the work of regeneration, in the work of, of God making those who are dead in our trespasses, of making us alive together with Christ and making us together in Christ. And so that's why Paul can emphasize that we're saved by grace. Now, it's through faith. It's through faith we close with God. But again, the working out of regeneration is the reaching out in faith by the person who has been born again. And so no one can claim that, that any aspect of salvation is ultimately their, their own doing. It, it's fully a gift. And Paul emphasizes that it's not a result of works. It's not, not something that I did uh, in my intellect, in my will, in my emotions. It is something that has been accomplished, has been affected, has been put in motion by Almighty God. Indeed, I repent, I believe. But why do I repent and believe? Because God has given me a, a capacity that in my natural state I do not have. I do not have a desire for repentance and faith. Only God can impart that by giving to me life. And so because we've been given this life, because we now have a, a new nature, because now we're a new creature created in Christ Jesus, then, then we are going to do that which pleases God. We're, we're God's workmanship. we created in Christ Jesus, and we walk, we live, we talk in a way that's consistent with having been born again. And so, again, I, I would come back and say that, that phrase or those two words, but God, but God works in a sin-deadened heart to bring life, to bring light, so that again, the person can receive the grace of salvation through faith in the accomplishment of the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope again this gives you a, a, a deeper and fuller appreciation of what God has done for you in giving to you the great gift of salvation. I pray that He'll bless the balance of your day.